Chapter 9 of Pushing Against the Tide, Energy Centers. You believe consciousness to be such a magnificent creation that it must be a possession only of your mind. In actuality, all energy possesses consciousness. All matter is made of energy. All physical expression is created from energy. Therefore, everything you view possesses consciousness. Quote by Elias. I must include our energy centers, also known as chakras in ancient terminology, because they played a critical role in my own healing. Energy, or kundalini, passed through these centers, which are exquisitely sensitive to our state of mind. In other words, the body works not only as a communication device and a means for navigating in a physical world, but as a reflection of what we believe about it and ourselves. The perennial philosophy tells us that all things in and of the world are mere effects of an omnipresent power that generates and supports them during their time in existence and to which they dissolve when they are through. Science calls it energy, while religions call it God. Our energy centers have been called by various names by a variety of traditions throughout history. Most of us know them as chakras and the energy that flows through them as kundalini or chi. Elias refers to them simply as energy centers in his attempt to keep as many belief systems that wrap around this idea from clouding our understanding of them. Since consciousness is energy, Elias's terminology is not surprising. Elias describes 11 energy centers used exclusively during our physical focus here on Earth and four basic elements of essence. As each of the four basic elements of essence filters through a primary energy center, we must first understand the energy centers if we are to understand the four basic elements. Elias assigns a color and a tone to each center. Color and tone are two of the truths that are within all consciousness and all realities. Everything else in this reality is a belief. First three energy centers rotate above the head, and as far as I have been able to determine, these centers have not found their way into any tradition's knowledge of the chakra system. Elias describes seven primary energy centers and an eighth, which he says is new. This is in addition to the three that rotate above the head. These energy centers are the channels through which essence, our genuine identity, manifests in this physical reality. Like different channels of a TV, it is the method through which the totality of who we are and what we create comes into physical manifestation. Unlike TV, all the channels are on at the same time. 
All that we create physically is expressed through the projection of energy from these centers. They are part of our subjective consciousness that communicates to the energy centers, which in turn communicates to, not with, our brain, the brain being a conduit for the energy centers. The brain, in cooperation with the energy centers, sends whatever message it receives to every cell in the body. Elias describes this communication as ubiquitous rather than a point-to-point -point message as in a telephone conversation. These messages are acted upon by the body, which then translates to our objective awareness. It might work something like this. We have a belief that smoking damages our lungs and that the smoking has power over us. The fourth energy center, color green, relates to the communication to the body. The communication is that we are weak in the face of nicotine and that nicotine has the power. The body responds, let's say, by creating emphysema. Our objective awareness notices the body is having trouble breathing. Now, this does not necessarily mean we have understood the communication. All we have done is notice that we have emphysema. We have yet to come to an awareness that all of these body ailments are communications regarding what we are creating in any moment based on a belief or beliefs we manifest in that moment. But then, that is what this book is about, widening awareness in order to heal. As a focus, the me I see in the mirror, of essence, each one of us has an intent which we carry with us into this world. All of our energy and all that we create is directed by that intent. Our bodies in themselves have their own body consciousness, but no intent. The body consciousness responds to our intent. Energy centers also have no intent, but respond to our intent. It is our intent that determines how we manipulate energy and which energy center will be responsive within any given moment. The color or vibrational quality of each center has no focused direction of attention. It merely responds to the directives of our subjective inner awareness. The energy centers are not things in themselves. They are not separate from us like a hula hoop that we spin around various parts of our body. It is our beliefs for those of us that believe in energy centers at all, that empower them with their own brand of magic. In understanding these energy centers, it is helpful to drop our old beliefs about them. They are control centers through which consciousness works in this physical reality. The energy centers of the body 
seven old and one new, are aligned along a meridian from the bottom of our spine to the top of the head. The seventh energy center, known by many as the crown chakra, actually locates itself just above the head. The energy centers spin in a clockwise direction with the spin increased by 12 rotations per second per energy center as we move from bottom to top. Clockwise spin creates while counterclockwise spin uncreates. Metaphoric of the spin of these centers are clocks, planets, moons, stars, electrons, etc., and all spin in this clockwise direction. For an energy center to spin in a counterclockwise direction, it would require an unconsciously destructive desire, let's say suicide, or an unrecognized repressed trauma. Elias tells us that the spin speed of the energy centers will vary depending upon our focus. As our individual consciousness, along with its intent and belief system, mixes with the body's own form of consciousness, it alters the natural spin of the centers. Whenever we create conflict or trauma in our lives, we affect the spin and the alignment of the energy centers. Actually, the change of alignment and spin are simultaneous with the conf. Keeping our energy centers in alignment and spinning properly keeps body confusion to a minimum. We can affect alignment and spin in two ways, objectively and subjectively. Objective alignment is temporary if we do not discover the underlying belief or belief system that directs disrupted the alignment and spin in the first place. A clue to this discovery lies in what we do not accept in ourselves or in others. Paying attention to what we do, not what we think, but what we do, and what beliefs direct what we do, directly affects the functioning of our energy centers. Our knowledge of the energy centers is useful in objectively manipulating them in order to bring about a temporary healing. But it is the non-acceptance of our beliefs and the unrecognized negative attachments to our genuine identity that change their spin and knock them out of alignment. Therefore, if we address the issues that cause conflict, and identify and accept the belief systems that influence our issue or issues, the energy centers will automatically align themselves and healing will occur. This is subjective manipulation of the energy centers. Objective manipulation is typically done through visualization of the centers often while in a meditative state. Meditation, however, is not a requisite for objective manipulation of the centers. In manipulating the centers objectively, we merely affect 
a physical altering of how the energy center may be expressing energy in physical terms. We do not necessarily affect the function of what the energy center is actually creating. Let's say the third energy center, color yellow, responsible for emotion, is instructed by our subjective awareness to create confusion. An outer event is simultaneously created in conjunction with our emotion of confusion. When we then objectively manipulate the yellow center, the feeling of confusion may subside, but it does not create an outer action in which confusion is eliminated. An example of subjective manipulation might be an event that ensues that clarifies what was once confusing. The event or action eliminates the confusion. In objective manipulation, all we do is alter our objective reaction to the action that arises simultaneously with the confusion. Remember, confusion is a feeling and therefore a signal that a communication is present. Objective manipulation merely lessens the intensity of the signal. It is the reception of the communication and our action regarding the communication that best aligns the energy center and eliminates the conflict. This is subjective manipulation. The subjective communications are most often physical effects impressions, impulses, and intuitions. There are 11 energy centers associated with the body and our individual physical focus, which is me and you, of essence. Eight are aligned with the body while centers 9, 10, and 11 rotate above the head, and the seventh center, which sits atop the head. Elias assigns color and tone to each center. The new energy center he speaks of is located between energies 4, which is green, and 5, which is blue, and is given the number 8 and the color pink. The four basic elements of essence filter information through energy centers 7, purple, 5 blue, 3 yellow, and 1 red. I will begin the, the energy-centered description with 1 and travel up and out of the body to finish with 9, 10, and 11. The red energy center, named low, is located at the base of the spine near the groin area. It is a base or grounding center that anchors us in this physical focus. Its energy affects our feet, legs, large intestine, nervous system, spine, teeth, bones, and both male and female organs. This is the one of these centers that created my cancer. It is the center for sleep and meditation and is also responsible for our immune system in conjunction with the green and yellow 
energy centers. This is a very powerful center for physical focus and radiates downward. Its spin is 12 rotations per second. The orange center, named Mu, is the other center responsible for my cancer. It is located in a line above the red center just above the genital area. Its energy affects sexual desire and function, and as such, it is responsible for procreation, mating practices, and parenting. The orange center is responsible for all bodily fluids except blood. The kidneys, bladder, adrenal glands, and skin. Its energy radiates outward. Both the orange and the yellow centers are automatically more expressive than the other centers, for they are continuously interactive in everything we create. The yellow center, named wall, is located in the area of the stomach or solar plexus. This is the energy center from which we get our gut feelings. The body systems affected by the yellow center are the stomach, gallbladder, liver, small intestine, pancreas, and diaphragm. Singing and detachment are two of its manifestations. It is the most difficult center to pull back into alignment since so much passes through it. It is no surprise that pancreatic cancer is so difficult to cure. This center is also involved in the creation of my cancer as the prostate gland produces the fluid that carries the male sperm. The green center, named T, is located around the heart. It is the most healing of the centers, maintains body functions, and keeps us in time. If certain beliefs cause it to spin counterclockwise, then certain physical ailments will arise. Green creates love, but not in the romantic sense that we know, but in the true sense of knowing and appreciation. Green is also responsible for healing physical, emotional, and psychological problems. Assertiveness and bravery come through the green center. It focuses on emotion as well, but to a lesser degree than the yellow center. It is responsible for blood, circulatory system, heart, hands, lungs, and the sense of touch. It also affects the immune system along with the red and yellow centers. Its energy radiates upwards. The blue center is located in the throat area and is called ray. This center controls communication and loyalty. People who have no loyalty to anything have a big problem in the blue center. This is a difficult energy center to control and will often not spin properly, causing excessive introversion or extroversion. Depression is a block of the blue center. 
since since it affects communication, it also affects self-image, as those of us with poor communication skills often have low self-esteem. Because it is responsible for communication, it is also the most important for connecting us to others. If this center was blocked, people such as Mary Ennis and Jane Roberts would not have been able to channel Elias and Seth. The blue center is the most effective in connecting us with other essences and is closely linked and in constant communication with the indigo energy center. The body systems it is responsible for are the throat, vocal cords, shoulders, and nervous system. Its energy radiates upwards. The indigo energy center, called Hu, is located in the center of the head, parallel to the space between your eyes. It is our intuitive energy center. This center is the least destructive when not spinning in harmony with the other centers. A slowly spinning indigo center results in what we refer to as slow-witted individuals. Quick-witted individuals have a faster-than-normal spin of the indigo center. I consider myself quick-witted, and I think my friends would agree. The central focus of the indigo center is the brain, as it is the processing organ for all information within our physical expression. Everything we experience within our body begins at the indigo center. Indigo plants the seed in our brain, which in turn sends the message to whatever physical part or system that is to be affected. Indigo can also uncreate a physical anomaly by returning all germs, disease cells, and or maladies back to their normal inactive state. Indigo is responsible for our eyes, head, nose, and ears, along with the blue center. It is the last center as we move up from red that is located within the physical body. The purple center is called May and is located outside the body but sits atop the head. It has been referred to as the crown chakra and deals primarily with non-physically focused energy. This is the strongest vibrational color with a wavelength of one sixty-seven thousandth. The red center vibrates at one thirty-three thousandth wavelength. The purple center directs all other energy centers and is the most powerful both expressively and receptively. Those who have well-developed psychic abilities have this center well-oiled and spinning well. All intimate connection with essence must pass through the purple center. Its energy radiates up to the white, magenta, and black centers, and then down to the energy centers below it. The pink center is new and is named C. 
It is located between the green and blue centers at a level between the heart and the throat. Since this is a new energy center, it has not been identified in older chakra systems that we are familiar with. This center was added by the two-mold family, see my book, The Blueprint of Reality, of essence in agreement with all the other families to aid in altering the pathways in our brain that will be necessary as the shift in consciousness Elias speaks of picks up momentum. Families of essence are addressed in my book, The Blueprint of Reality. Pink aids green in healing and is also helpful in connecting us with others. It also has a calming and nurturing effect. Pink aids movement within the other centers and allows physical manifestation of subjective states. The white center is called sum. It rotates above the head with magenta and black. White connects all energy centers and also connects us to what Elias calls regional area 2 and Seth calls framework 2. Regional area 2 is a non-physical area of consciousness that is the source of all probable events. It is where we initially create this reality before it is actually inserted into physical reality. The white center, figuratively speaking, interconnects with all other vibrational qualities of all the other centers. In this sense, it is representative of a lack of separation and our connection to all that is or God. The magenta center is called Ra and connects us to regional area 3 or framework 3, which is a non-physical area of after-death transition and other physically focused aspects of essence. The black center is called Gnaw and is responsible for the stream of essence communication into physical focus. That ends chapter 9.